I think that's something so many of us, um, we carry and we long for is to be accepted, to be approved, to be loved, to be liked. And that's, you know, it, it, it's dangerous almost to live life needing that. And my hope is that anyone who follows me, I can help you to realize how better life will be for you when you stop worrying about what anyone else thinks or how anyone else may or may not like what you think or how you feel and just really be real with yourself. Welcome to the Radiant Mom Rising, the podcast that's all about celebrating and empowering the incredible hardworking mothers out there. I'm your host, Mary Dibble. I'm on a mission to equip you with the tools, strategies, and inspiration you need to conquer the challenges of motherhood and life, all while embracing your radiant self. Join us each week for amazing guest interviews, relatable stories, and a whole lot of fun. We're here to create a vibrant, supportive community where we can be our authentic selves, where no one feels alone, and where we uplift and cheer each other on along this incredible journey of motherhood. So, fellow Radiant Moms, get ready to rise, shine, and conquer the world. Let's grow together, laugh together, and make every week a celebration of the powerful Radiant Moms we are. This is Radiant Mom Rising, and you're part of a community where your brilliance shines through. Are you ready to rise with us? Let's get started. Hey, everyone. I want to thank everybody who has been supportive of my journey so far, who's tuned in with me. I have a long ways to go. I'm growing, I'm learning, I'm improving. I'm only going to evolve more and more. So I'm excited um, for you all who are joining me from the get-go to get to see my growth and gain more and more over time with me, you know, because my goal is no matter what I learn and go through, I want to share it. I want to share my journey with you. I want to share my the things that I'm learning to help you on your journey and make sure that you don't feel alone. It is what I want to bring here. I truly just love being able to show up, finally show up as me. I have felt for so long that I've had an identity issue and really not knowing who I am and who I want to be. And I love being able to truly step into who I am meant to be and not be ashamed, not apologize for it. And uh, I know I'm not going to be for everybody. Godly, that's, that would be impossible. And I think that's something so many of us, um, we carry and we long for is to be accepted, to be approved, to be loved, to be liked. And that's, you know, it, it it's dangerous almost to live life needing that. And my hope is that anyone who follows me, I can help you to realize how much better life will be for you when you stop worrying about what anyone else thinks or how anyone else may or may not like what you think or how you feel and just really be real with yourself and really show up for you because it's your life. And you have every right to love who you want to love, to live it the way you want to live it, to be true to who you are and not have to settle or change it or pretend and put a mask on. 
in order to hope that certain people will accept you or hope that certain people will love you because that's not the way you want to really be loved, right? You don't want people to love you for something, someone you're not. And my heart just, I feel for those who are in that position because I was there for so long and I love you and I want to make you feel, know that you're seen, you're heard, you're not alone. And you deserve the world. And it's there. It's everything we want is already there. We get in our own way, not allowing ourselves to actually ever receive it in the way that we want to. You know, we can dream it all we want. But if we don't allow ourselves to take the time to really do the work, you know, nobody wants to really take the time to do the work. We want to jump into like, well, how can I do this now? How can I make this happen now? And when you when you come about things like that with almost this desperation of making it happen in your time, then I hate to tell you, but you are going to be disappointed because that's not how it always works. And it's okay, actually. There's something about divine timing that's quite beautiful. Because when you think about God, he who knows all, or even if you believe in just the universe, it obviously knows better than we know. It knows more than we know. And it, and, and a lot of times things happen in the right timing. Oh, the divine, perfect timing that we just don't see yet. And we have to learn to trust in that. And I get it. For so many of us, trust is not an easy thing. If you're anyone who's been abandoned, betrayed, backstabbed in some way or another, of course, that's not easy to trust. If your heart's been broken, I mean, and that's so many of us. I think that was my, one of my greatest struggles was learning how to truly trust, not just others, but myself. And that's what I mean when I say trust trust in yourself because as you trust in yourself, you'll attract the right people that you'll be able to trust as well. You know, we all have these desires and yet we limit ourselves so much into actually achieving it. So many of us miss that mark. So many of us, you know, want to dream big, but we don't allow ourselves to, we don't think we're worthy of it. But we are, and I hope to bring that to you through this. I hope to help anyone out there who is ready to truly do the work on themselves and attract and create the life that they deserve. I just also want to just bring you some joy and also give you the permission to be vulnerable and to share things. You know, I personally have been through some hard times in my past and I am just truly grateful to have survived a lot of it and to be here today to share my story and to also bring inspiration and positivity and showing evidence that you can change. You can make your life better. You can fall in love later in life. You can have all that you desire, no matter what, where you've been before or what 
obstacles are standing in your way right now, because a lot of times the main obstacle in your way is yourself, <laughs> is your own mind. And that's a pretty powerful, unfortunate thing, but it's the truth. And, you know, I hope whoever is listening, go seek out the help you need, go get the support, go find that right person that just resonates with you. You're like, I love how they show up. I love their energy. I love everything about them. I love what they're teaching. I feel like they're genuine because you want to meet genuine people who really care about you, who really want to see you succeed. And then you want to find a way to connect with those people. Get connected with them. Don't be afraid. There's some really amazing people out there. And the more and more you be true to yourself and put yourself out there, you're, you're going to find them. I also want to let you know that it's never too late. No matter where you are in your life, it's never too late to make a change now. Even if you say you're struggling with drugs right now, it's never too late to walk away and to make the necessary action to get the help you need to turn that around. And it's the best thing you can do. And a lot of times we feel like we're not allowed We feel like we're not allowed to talk about certain things that are bad. And I get it. There's a difference between sharing things and talking about it. And, and then there's that dwelling in it, victimizing yourself through it. And so I want us to feel like we can come and talk and share. But at the same time, it's only to recognize it, acknowledge it. Because when we try to resist our past and, 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 you know, for so long, I was ashamed of my past. I didn't want people to know that I was a drug addict. I didn't want people to know that I was abused because I was ashamed. That's not who I am. It's just something I went through, you know, but I was afraid people would judge me for it. And I've had nothing but the opposite of that since I've shared it. And I'm grateful for that because it wasn't easy. It's not easy to talk about some of the things that I've been through and there's still a lot out there that I have yet to share, but you know, at the end of the day, I have gotten to a place where I really am so ready to embrace me and embrace my life in a way that I never thought I could. I also feel like there's certain people that you have to be careful of that are gonna, you know, try to keep you, you know, stuck in who you are or where you've been and do what's necessary to distance yourself if you can from those kind of people. I feel like it's sad that there's people out there who are just so stuck in their ways and jealous or whatever that they refuse to support you and to be happy for you. And, and currently, if I can just share something that I'm going through personally, at the beginning of this year, my sister pretty much disowned me because I made a decision with my husband to get a puppy after one of our dogs died suddenly because, well, we had our reasons. I don't really owe an explanation, in my opinion, but we had our reasons and an opportunity presented itself and so we jumped on it. And it happened to be that my sister decided to visit that very weekend that we were due to pick up the puppy. 
at the time I was like, oh, okay, well, I don't want to make her not come. So if anything, hey, you know, she works in the vet field. This is a great opportunity. I can surprise her too with the kids. She'll get to be able to experience that with us. So I was thinking this is going to be awesome. And instead it was a total nightmare. As soon as I showed up with the puppy, she straight up was awful. She made us feel bad. She's like, what the hell were you thinking? Why didn't you consult me? This is the worst kind of dog. Oh my God, this is awful. I can't believe you did this. He's going to be terrible. You're going to regret this. And it's like, that's not how you want to show your children. You know, that's not the energy and the experience we want. My husband actually always dreamed of having a puppy his whole life and not just having one, but to get to share it with your children and surprise them. That's something not many people get to experience in a lifetime. And she ruined that for us. I literally couldn't enjoy any, any of it because she literally had nothing but negative things to say. She, she talked crap about the breeders. She talked crap about the medicine. She talked crap about the, the kind of dog he was. He's a silver lab and just made us feel like we were the biggest idiots in the world and what the hell were we thinking and she was really upset that I didn't consult her about it because she's the expert because she's a vet tech that that makes her an expert and in, in what dogs we should have for our family and and don't get me wrong if if me and my husband were in a position where we were going to take some time and and think about it maybe we would have you know considered that but Honestly, I don't really owe anyone an explanation of why me and my husband decide this has nothing to do with her. Like she's not taking care of this dog. She's not having to pay for it. She's not having to, to care for it, you know? And so anyways, I don't really like confrontation, you know, face to face. And I, I kind of beat myself up now. Cause I'm like, Oh, as strong as I am now, I'm like, man, I wish I had just kind of like, like said something and, and responded differently into that situation. But I didn't. And later on, you know, we ended up doing a typical texting and she turned it around and made me out to be the bad guy. Like I am just making all these horrible decisions and I had no right to do that and do that around the time that she was here. And even though it wasn't planned like that, it, it, we had this plan before her. And like I said, what, what was supposed to be a beautiful experience was ruined. And my sister decided that after that, she couldn't be around me anymore, that she was done. She had, she's, she's done with me. And it was hard because here I am like really trying to better my life, go on this amazing, incredible journey of coaching. And, you know, I, I'm now got this new puppy and I get it. I know it's hard work, but it's like in her mind, she's like, so her justification of it, I guess, is that she thinks that, oh, Mary's got the young kids. She's at home. She shouldn't have to take this on. You know, it's like she's she's upset for me, <laughs> even though I'm not upset. And and I hate when people do that. It's so quit getting upset for other people. Like, don't don't project how you think people should feel because it's how you feel <laughs> onto them. Like, and people do that so much in this world, like. We, we get angry, we get offended for everybody else. And it's like, you don't even know how they actually feel about it. And unfortunately, you know, there was no talking it out with her. Like she has refused to try to talk it out. And I've, I've done a couple of times, try to make a little effort to see how she would respond. And it was very like shutting me out. So I'm like, okay, you know, of course I miss her. I mean, me and my sister have been like the closest ever our whole lives. I've never been in a place like this with her. 
but now that I have the experience that I do as a coach and I'm learning all that I am about the conditionings and the program, you know, all the things of our subconscious mind and how it controls our behaviors, I realized she's just projecting her shit onto me. And that's not, I don't, I don't deserve that. I didn't do anything wrong. And she's just unfortunately in a, a prideful ego state where she refuses to apologize because that's all it would take is a simple apology like hey i was wrong i shouldn't acted like that i'm so sorry there's nothing but love here for me she's my sister i'm I'm not gonna hold that against her i'm not gonna judge her for that because i get it sometimes we're in bad places and we end up reacting and doing things that we know is wrong but we can't even help it i mean just do it and there's no, there, there's no shame in that. Like it, it happens. It's, oh, it sucks. It's, it's unfortunate. It, it's very hurtful, but all she did and being so upset for me and worried about my mental health and how I'm going to handle this and how apparently as a mom, we're just incapable of taking on more responsibility, but that's the thing. She's not a mom. She doesn't understand like as moms, we are badasses. We got this. We can take on a lot of things. And I wouldn't have allowed it to happen if I didn't feel that I was going to get the support that I needed and make it happen for ourselves. And it's been great. The dog is such a good dog. And yet I have found myself for a while there. I found where I have this wall up with him where I wouldn't even allow myself to be close to the dog because there. I realized after doing a little bit of meditation and reflecting that Every time I look at him, there's this realization that you're the reason my sister won't talk to me. You're the reason my sister wants nothing to do with me. So she's put the strain on me with my own pu- my own new puppy that I, I feel like I can't even get close to. I'm not allowed to share about him on Facebook. I'm not allowed to be excited about him because she made me feel so shameful and so bad about this decision that I made with my husband for our family. And that's how much I allowed it to affect me. And this is how, you know, I want to share with you in your life right now, if there's anyone out there, if you're going through something, you know, think about that, like how that affects how you might treat or look at something else. Like I'm looking at this innocent, cute dog and, and hindering myself from loving him and and being close to him because all I can, all apparently my, my mind and my body is thinking is that you're the reason my sister won't talk to me. And that's so unfair to the poor dog. And it's it's unfair to me. It's unfair to every the whole situation's awful. So it's nice to be able to recognize that and to start working on on breaking down those barriers and that programming in my own mind and my own ways of being like, no, no, no. This is not how I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna let her win like that. I'm not gonna let that situation win like that. And then on top of all of this, <laughs> on top of all of this. I just found out yesterday that she just went and got a puppy. After all this, this big ordeal about getting a puppy, and then she goes and gets a puppy. Of course, her justification is that, oh, she's single and she works as a vet. So she's capable of having that. I'm not though, because I'm I'm not in the same situation as her. And that's so unfair. And it is, it sucks. I It really does. This whole situation has just been really hard on me. And I've even I've even contemplated even sharing this because I feel like it's so ridiculous. But at the same time, it's not because this is a prime example of how we as human beings project onto others 
and how that causes a ripple effect and how we allow certain things to ruin relationships. We allow it to ruin opportunities and closeness and love and kindness. And I think that's awful. I want to help us to have awareness with this story for you to think about it and with other family members, with friends, with coworkers, understanding that when people treat you certain ways, it's not a reflection on you. It's a completely a reflection on them and where they are in their lives and in their minds. And so don't, I know it's so easy to say, oh, don't take it personally, but I, yes, I mean, that's the something I want us to strive for is to not take how other people behave and what they say and do personally, because it is not you that's the problem at all. It's them. It's what they're going through and they don't know any better. I mean, they probably could know better. I don't know. But a lot of times we don't because they're on, we're on autopilot. We just do. We allow our subconscious mind to just take control and let us just act and behave in the way that it thinks we should. And a lot of times that's bad, especially if you've been brought up with a lot of negative or not so good conditionings, which, you know, with society in itself, there's so much that we have to battle. So my hope with the story and with sharing with you right now is for you to be mindful about that. And to also have a little compassion on yourself if you are somebody who's doing that right now. And really think and ask yourself, is this worth it? Is this worth not speaking to somebody over? Is this worth carrying a grudge over? Is this worth treating somebody like? You know, I could tell you another story of me with workplace being bullied by a woman that I thought cared about me, that I thought was my friend. And what was worse is the whole office didn't even believe me when I tried to, to get help. I got instead attacked and almost lost my job over it. It was awful. And that's another story for in another time that I will go into. But I realized these people, they're just not happy in themselves or in their lives. They're going through things. And so they have this inability to be happy for you, to like people who are doing good. And they almost want to punish you and bring you down because they don't have the love that you have, the joys that you have. And I've come to that realization. I am not going to apologize for being me. I'm not going to apologize for loving who I love, for choosing the life that I've chosen, for taking the steps that I have, the good and the bad decisions that I've made. I don't regret it. It's all made me who I am today. It's all taught me something, even if it was something like, oh, I don't need to do that again. <laughs> you know, even if I had my regrets about this puppy, for instance, that's for me to deal with. That's for me to experience, to learn from, to grow from. And I don't feel like anyone should tell me that I'm not allowed to make these decisions on my own. How else am I going to grow? How else am I going to learn? I get it. A lot. Who, ha who here hasn't made a decision that they have regretted? Come on. We can't get it right every time. It's just that's not how life works but it's about learning from it it's about growing from it I know I've been kind of babbling but <laughs> thanks for listening I hope this has really helped in some way though for you to really really look at your life and look at things and 
try to see it differently because life is short and Lord knows if you lose somebody, you don't want something so petty to be the reason that you never got to talk again. You never got to see them smile. You never got to laugh or have that conversation or tell them that you love them. Don't, don't carry things, forgive, let it go, move forward, learn from it, grow from it, evolve from it. And if they really are toxic, let them go, let them go. They're not worth it. Surround yourself with people who uplift you, who love you, who support you, who encourage you, who want the best for you because they themselves are in the best of themselves. Those are the people you want around you. People who are striving to always be better and happy and great. Ah, there's nothing like it. (laughs) There's nothing like being in that energy and being in that world. And it's there. It's there for you. So anyways, thank you again for tuning in. I love you all and appreciate all your support as I am going through this incredible journey, going through my ups and downs, going through motherhood. My kids are incredible. I I love them. I love being a mom. They're my world. My son has all county coming up as band. I'm excited to go see him perform. You know, I have, oh, I just love my life. I really love my life. And I've learned to be appreciative and, and grateful for what I have now as I'm going after more. And I just, I'm just enjoying it. I'm just enjoying this. And that's what matters. So Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, night, whatever time you're listening to this. Just love yourselves and love and appreciate where you are now. And don't let life pass you by without making things right with those you really love. Here are some takeaways from today's episode. Authenticity matters. Embrace who you are unapologetically. Don't hide or change yourself for others' approval. Value yourself. Your life is yours to live. Love who you want, live how you want, and stay true to yourself. You deserve it. Trust yourself. Trust is crucial, both in others and in yourself. Believe in your decisions and attract genuine connections by being authentic. Divine timing. Understand that some things take time. Trust in the process and have faith in the timing of life's events. Overcoming hurt. Healing from past pain or betrayal takes time and effort. Trusting yourself is key to attracting trustworthy people. It's never too late. Regardless of where you are in life, change is possible. Don't let limitations or mistakes define your future. Projection and compassion. Recognize that how people treat you often reflects their own struggles. Try not to take things personally and have compassion, even for those who might project their issues onto you. Surround yourself with supportive, uplifting people who genuinely want the best for you. Let go of toxic influences. Gratitude, appreciate and find joy in your present while working towards your future. Embrace the journey, the ups and downs. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. It is truly appreciated. Also share this with anyone you know needs to hear this. You can join me for my three-day workshop, Momentum. 
coming at you December 13th through 15th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a place for you to get a jump start on clarity and direction towards making 2024 your best year yet. There will be coaching, community, and inspiration that will get you excited and ready for going after the life you deserve. I hope to see you there. Much love.